Hello and welcome to the World Fellows podcast. My name is Emma Skye and I'm director of the World Fellows program at Yale. My guest today is Andrei Kurechik, a playwright and director from Belarus. Andre, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for inviting me. Hello to everybody. So Andre, how did you develop a love of the performing arts and theater? I don't think that it's developed. I think it's natural for me. Uh, I love art from my very childhood, theater art. Uh, I remember myself uh, writing different kind of uh, poems and uh, short stories. And when I uh, became a student, my first idea was to go to the student theater where I played different kind of roles from Shakespeare to Pushkin and where I started to write my plays. So for me, love to theater is something quite natural. So can you tell us a little bit about your background as a playwright and director prior to the 2020 presidential elections in Belarus? I started my professional career quite early. I was 20 when my first uh, plays were staged on the professional scene. And it was very good scenes, I should say. Uh, I I enjoyed premieres in the uh, Moscow Art Theatre, which was founded by Konstantin Stanislavski in Moscow, uh, national theatres in Kiev and in Minsk, and in in theatres all over former USSR. it was great fitting because when you're young and you, you see how your texts be formed by very distinguished, very famous actors, of course, it, it, uh, uh, it, it brings you to idea that maybe it's much more interesting way, uh, professional way than to become a, a, a lawyer, which is my first uh, education. So... I, I thought uh, that I could feed myself with the playwriting. I started to work a lot and I wrote more than 30 plays altogether uh, before 2020, which were staged in different theaters. And in 2005, I uh, decided to work not only as a theater playwright, but, but as a film screenwriter. And I put some of my plays uh, on the on the screen as a screenwriter. I think that my career was very successful in terms of uh, number of audience, uh, in terms of uh, box office and some other like formal things. But at the same time, I felt that I could make more as a personality and as a uh, citizen. And that's what happened in 2020. So in 2020, there were elections in Belarus, which were contested, and there was a crackdown by the Lukashenko regime. How did those events affect you and how did they shape the sort of work that you did next? It affected all the country, not only me or my life. I think uh, the life of millions totally changed. The idea was to uh, get rid of uh, dictatorship, which was Belarus for 26 years to that moment, and try to turn Belarus to 
to the family of uh, democratic European nations. Uh, I think it's very ambitious aim, and in order to achieve it, Belarusians are united uh, around new politicians, uh, which never ever been in politics before. Uh, I I decided to put my efforts and uh, experience into the campaign of Svetlana Tikhanovskaya, one of the um, candidates, the lady who uh, amused me with her courage and her uh, humanity. And uh, of course, when she win and uh, all the worlds know that she win, now she's welcomed everywhere as president-elect from Belarus, for me, it was uh, uh, a great happiness. But in the same time, uh, fight with dictatorship uh, was not easy. And we, we uh, many of us lost a lot during that fight. I lost the opportunity to be in my country. I was kicked out of my country and, uh, and uh, kept working in exile. I still believe that my choice was right. I still believe that uh, I got a new experience, which I never could have in any other situation. And I still believe that we started the changing of our country to better. We will see if if, uh, my beliefs uh, will come true. So you were kicked out of your country And you created a documentary play, insulted Belarus, and in brackets, Belarusia, question mark. Can you tell us about this play and how it has been received both in Belarus and internationally? Yes, as a playwright, I didn't really have a lot of uh, instruments. How could I fight? How could I uh, bring... uh, my personal energy ideas and feelings uh, to people. So I used the most important for me instrument, the instrument of art. I wrote the play which reflected my my, uh, personal uh, experience uh, on the streets of city of Minsk during the revolution. I gathered there the different points of view uh, and uh, conflicts and uh, as well as beautiful things which amazed me uh, into one text. It was very hard times, autumn of uh, 2020, and I really in that moment didn't know if this play will be interesting to anybody, but I was so uh, shocked in the good way that more than 200 theaters all over the world, very different languages, decided to put display in uh, on the stage in readings or in performances. So I saw Belarusian uh, revolution uh, in, in in Chinese, uh, in uh, uh, African languages, in different languages of Europe, in English. And I felt the solidarity of uh, brilliant actors and directors all over the world. And for me, it was so important. 
for Belarusians, it's very painful play because uh, each of us uh, has different kind of personal stories about this revolution. Many of us uh, uh, were hurt or hurt somebody from our uh, nearest circle. But I think it's so important to uh, to put these memories on the paper because that's what we will present to our next generations of Belarusians. You also founded a YouTube civil rights channel, Alternative Blogu Vision. Can you explain what this project is and what impact it's having? I was out of the country and I started to feel that I'm losing connections to my country, to Belarus, to Belarusians who stayed there, who fight there, who suffer there. And for me, that connections uh, uh, are maybe one of the most important parts of my life. So I established established that channel where we can discuss uh, different kinds of problems, Uh, about human rights, about politics, uh, about culture, but to be in the simultaneous and live contact with the thousands and thousands of people in Belarusian towns and cities. So every uh, stream on uh, Alternative Blagovision, I start with uh, with the pronouncing of the towns and cities, uh, which are which are now uh, connected to to the uh, stream. And it's so great for me to feel my direct connection and uh, my influence on my own country. Uh, that's why this project is so, so important for me personally. So how do you think the arts, particularly theatre, can be used as a tool for social and political change? Theatre is very old uh, art, which opened the unique uh, opportunity to to the emotional uh, understanding of the reality. Uh, Sometimes we get a lot of news from different parts of the world, Uh, and we take this information, but this information doesn't really change us or influence our life. Theater is much stronger because when you feel something emotionally, when something uh, hits you in the in the bottom of your heart, you cannot get rid of the feeling of pain, co-pain, uh, or the feeling of uh, happiness that will really change yourself but as well it changing the reality around yourself um, i felt how theater uh, influenced on many many different uh, audiences and how people became connected to our belarusian pain and for me it was uh, a kind of miracle Now, I know you're following very closely the war in Ukraine. What impact is that war having on Belarus? Yes, for me, it's a big tragedy what's happening in the Ukraine because Ukraine was the country hosted me 
after I left uh, Belarus. It's the country where I used to work for 18 years and I have uh, hundreds of very close friends there in different theaters in different cities. I feel uh, that the, the, this terrible tragedy can really come to Belarusian lands too. Unfortunately, uh, Belarus became the part of the Putin's plan to attack uh, of Ukraine. And uh, we are so guilty to the Ukrainian people and Ukrainian population that uh, Russian army came to, to, to the lands of uh, Ukrainians through the territory of Belarus and uh, Russian rockets and Iranian shahids uh, destroys uh, destroy uh, residential buildings and power plants uh, uh, and have their flights from the territory of Belarus. So what I try to do is to express my solidarity to raise money for the uh, Ukrainian army and to uh, and as well to uh, prevent Belarusians uh, from the uh, from the uh, participating in the Ukrainian war on the side of Russia. Uh, that's maximum I can do in this situation. Well, looking to the future, what are your hopes for Belarus? I believe that Belarus is the part of uh, Europe and European family since 14th century, where Belarus became uh, became a member of a union of Lithuania, Belarus, and Poland. We are definitely the one one of the European nation and European state. We had the same Magdeburg rights for our towns. We uh, can travel through all the Europe. Our scientists got the education in European universities. Uh, and uh, our writers and enlighteners uh, believe that Belarus is a part of uh, European civilization. Unfortunately, the years in, in the... Uh, in the borders of uh, Russian Empire and then Soviet Union uh, created the Iron Curtain between Belarusians and uh, Europe. And I feel that maybe one of my missions to broke this Iron Curtain and uh, promote integration of uh, Belarus in in a European uh, project like it was with uh, Latvia, Lithuania, Estonia, Poland, Slovakia, and other uh, other Eastern European countries. Andre, thank you for bringing the voices of Belarus to Yale. And I would like to give back the thanks to you and to uh, uh, World uh, Fellows Program and to my dearest colleagues who gathered together, who put their efforts, time, and empathy in supporting of people who are uh, suffered from terrible repressions and who are still in, in prisons. I think it's so important to keep this problem uh, on the table of uh, civilization. We shouldn't have 
any kind of political prisons in 21st century. Thank you, Andre.